Welcome to Life-Altering Events with Frank Zakari. When something positive or negative changes in our lives, we are basically at a fork in the road. Where does the next step take us? What do we do as reactions to something that has already happened? How do we prevent the negative aspects from happening again? Whether in business or personal parts of your life, you can get back on track. We'll talk about it today. Now, here is your host, Frank Zakari. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are broadcasting from two of probably the most beautiful places in the West Coast. I'm in San Diego, California, and my guest, Claire, Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis, is up on the Oregon coast. If you've never been, come visit once, once we can travel again and enjoy the beauty out here on the West. My name is Frank Sakari, and you are listening to Life-Altering Events. The show today is brought to you by All of You Know Life, is it a company which is founded by my guest today, Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis. All of You Know Life is a startup that she just started with her husband, Cameron. Their first product is called Olivino, and it's the first dietary supplement developed to conveniently deliver the health benefits of the Mediterranean diet. Now, if we know anything about diets, this is the world's healthiest eating pattern. Now, Olivino is helping customers see improvement in their blood pressure, with their heart, prostate, and skin health. Now, I use this product myself. I strongly recommend it. So, ladies and gentlemen, today what we're going to talk about is following your dream. Very few people actually follow or live their dream. Most of us start off with a dream, and then life happens. We have student loans to pay, rent, buy food, bills start to pile up. Maybe you went to grad school, so you accumulated more debt. Then you had to put your dream on hold to find a job until you could get back on your feet. Then life continued. You got married. Priorities changed again. Hopefully, you were able to turn this job into a career which paid your bills, allows you to put some money away, buy a car, maybe a house, raise a family, and take an occasional vacation. Maybe you made enough you could buy some toys that made you happy. But are you really happy? Do you still have that thought in the back of your mind that says, you know, I had a dream that someday I would do this. All right, folks, let's have a reality check here. Did you give up on your dream in exchange for the security of a steady paycheck? Did you delay your dream because you bought a bigger house or because the kids are going to be starting college in a few years? Do you keep justifying keeping the dream on hold because you haven't hit the lottery or inherited a million dollars? Are you still waiting for that someday to come? Well, folks, I got bad news for you. I looked on the calendar. There is no day that says someday. Lewis Carroll wrote, in the end, we only regret the chances that we didn't take, the relationships we were afraid to have, and the decisions we waited too long to make. Now ask yourself, do I still have a dream? Maybe it's changed over the years, but do you still have one? Will you make a decision to leave your successful but unfulfilling existence? Most of us won't. Too much risk, don't have the time, don't have the energy to start something new. Moving out of your comfort zone is not easy. No one can blame you if you don't even try. 
But consider this. Life has its own plans. In the past five months, the world has changed. No career or job is guaranteed. Lifetime employment ended years ago. Your life can change through no fault of your own in an instant. So if you still have that dream, consider testing the waters. Build a plan with a safety net or a stop loss. Maybe it starts off as a side hustle and grows into your full-time passion. For those of us who did follow our dream, the rush of exhilaration is amazing. And it will be a, it will be a lot of work. It will be times we will become very frustrating and depressing. There will be days when you just want to throw up your hands and give it up. But there is nothing more rewarding than living your dream. Well, today we're going to talk to someone who is went through all that and is living her dream. My guest today is my good friend, Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis, who left a very comfortable career to follow her dream. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Claire. She is a brilliant scientist. She trained postdoctoral fellow at the National Cancer Institute, National Institute of Health. She holds a dual PhD in environmental toxicology and human nutrition from Michigan State and an MS in nutrition from Penn State. She also earned an MBA from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Now, in addition to all of that, she has published more than 60 research and position papers, invited reviews, book chapters, technical bulletins, and she has given hundreds of lectures on diet and health in more than 20 countries. And if you've ever heard Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis speak, you know she's as good as it gets. Claire, welcome to Life Altering Events. Thank you, Frank, for that very kind and wonderful introduction. And congratulations on your exciting new radio show. It's a great pleasure to be with you this morning. Thank you. I certainly wouldn't say that uh, I'm a brilliant scientist, although I certainly have had the opportunity to work with many brilliant scientists over the course of my academic and professional career. And bringing teams of gifted scientists together to address new research questions, which is what I've done primarily, has been incredibly rewarding. Teamwork is everything, as you know. Absolutely. You you mentioned being influenced uh, when I was young, and my passion about diet and exercise was, in fact, triggered when I was young, and it was greatly influenced by my older siblings. I was born in a small town in Michigan next to the Great Lakes, the youngest of seven children. My (laughs) oldest brothers were very athletic. My brother, Les, who is 10 years older, holds a world record in powerlifting, still holds that. My sister, Carol, 15 years my senior, she always struggled with her weight, and that had an impact on me. She was a compulsive calorie and carb counter. But when I was in high school, she was diagnosed with uterine cancer. Thankfully, today she's cancer-free, but the fact that she was diagnosed with cancer in her early 30s really had an impact on me. Side note here, women should be aware that being overweight or obese radically increases the risk of developing uterine cancer by tenfold, in fact. But the good news is that physical activity such as walking, 
reduces the risk for uterine cancer, and as does eating a healthy diet, especially a Mediterranean diet, and we'll talk more about that later. You've already mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Then seven years after my sister was diagnosed with cancer, my dad died of another lifestyle-related cancer, prostate cancer, when I was an undergraduate at Michigan State. Those life-altering events triggered my lifelong passion for exercise and healthy eating. Now, Claire, you went to Michigan State, then to Penn State, and then back to Michigan State. Is that correct? That's correct. Now, tell you did some amazing research there. Tell some of the listeners some of the research that you did during that period. Well, during my first year as an undergraduate at Michigan State, I was taking a fascinating nutrition course taught by a young professor, Dr. Maurice Benink. He was conducting research in his lab on diet and colon cancer. I really wanted to work in his lab. But he told me the only way I could do that was to become the lab's dishwasher <laughs> and I jumped at the opportunity, uh, I, particularly when I found out that I could help out with research projects with the other graduate students. Um, I was an undergrad after my dishwashing duties were done. Needless to say, I became a very fast dishwasher. You can ask my husband about that. He will tell you, however, that a wine glass occasionally suffers the consequences. Uh, Dr. Benning's lab gave me the opportunity to help with research projects investigating how foods could either prevent or cause cancer. I guess you you could say that was my first scientific introduction to functional foods. We studied how cruciferous vegetables prevented colon cancer. Many of you know that cruciferous vegetables include cabbage, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and cauliflower. These are very important foods to eat frequently, by the way, if you're at high risk of colon cancer. The lab was also investigating how charbroiled meat increased the risk for gastrointestinal cancer. So I fried a lot of hamburger in the lab. (laughs) Those four years in the lab prepared me very well for graduate school. Today, it's very common for undergraduates to work in a university research laboratory, but in the 1970s, it was pretty rare. I loved it. The only thing I loved more was the Michigan State Taekwondo Club, but that's another story. (laughs) So from Michigan State, I went to Penn State, and my mentor there was Dr. Penny Chris Etherton then a very young assistant professor, and today one of the world's foremost experts on diet and heart disease. In fact, I got an email uh, last weekend that she won a very prestigious, yet another prestigious award from Penn State. She had a big impact on me. And my thesis focused on heart disease and exercise, in particular whether exercise could reverse the damaging effects of a high-fat diet. How do we do this? Well, by running rats on a treadmill. I I really did that. I'm pretty sure I liked it more than the rats did. But (laughs) my my research showed that running partially reversed atherosclerosis, which is commonly known as hardening of the arteries, that was caused by the high-fat diet. Of course, I don't advocate eating a high-fat diet routinely, even if you are a runner. 
And then I chose to go back to Michigan State for my Ph.D., and I can't lie, one of the reasons was to train again with the MSU Taekwondo Club. But my research in Dr. Benning's lab continued, but I was fortunate enough to also be able to join the lab of Dr. Jim Trosco, a faculty member in the medical school. This provided the opportunity for me to pursue a dual Ph.D., in not only nutrition, but also environmental toxicology. Dr. Trosco had proposed a unifying theory for both heart disease and cancer, and I was interested in both diseases. His theory was that dysfunctional communication between cells or faulty communication between cells contributed to uncontrolled cell growth the uncontrolled cell growth characteristic of cancer. Cells communicate through small openings in their membranes called gap junctions, and my research showed that changing the fatty acid composition or the lipid composition of cell membranes could improve the way cells communicate and thereby have an impact on the cancer process. Not surprisingly, omega-3 fatty acids, such as those found in fish, improved cell communication, thus supporting the old adage, you are what you eat. Now, in, I believe it was 1992 to 2004, you were a member of the faculty and you were the founding executive director of the Functional Food for Health program at the University of Illinois. So you continued on this path. Tell us about some of the uh, groundbreaking research you did at uh, in Illinois. Well, thanks for asking about that, Frank. What was groundbreaking about my work at the University of Illinois was providing a unique framework around which researchers from two campuses of the university could collaborate, and that research could have a positive impact on health. The two campuses in question were the University of Illinois at Chicago and the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. They're about two hours apart, but they never really worked together. And the collaborative framework I established through the Functional Foods for Health program, which eventually involved about 100 faculty from both campuses, leveraged the unique but complementary disciplines of the faculty on both campuses. So, for example... People in pharmacy would collaborate with people in nutrition, which they may not have done in the past. So that was unique. And it it made sense because Chicago was home to researchers focused on the health sciences, including medicine, pharmacy, pharmacognosy, which is the study of natural products, dietetics and public health, and the Urbana-Shamesian sorry, Urbana-Champaign campus, like UC Davis, was the land-grant campus, which, in addition to being an engineering powerhouse, was home to researchers in the College of Agriculture and all the plant and food-related disciplines. And so we have this concept of functional foods. Now, today the concept of functional foods is widely recognized. Just plug the phrase into a, a search engine. There are now even several academic journals focused on the topic, but 28 years ago, it was a very obscure idea. The Food and Drug Administration didn't even allow health claims on food labels at that time. Now, what do I mean by a health claim? 
Next time you go into a grocery store, look at the front of a Cheerios cereal box. You may see a huge banner or statement on the front of the box that says, lower your cholesterol 4% in six weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. The very onerous regulatory process required to allow statements like that on foods didn't happen until 1997. And more than 20 years later, there are still very few health claims allowed on food labels. That oat fiber cholesterol-lowering health claim made history as it was the first statement the FDA allowed, the very first statement FDA allowed on a food label that links consumption of a functional food to reduce risk of a disease. And you need those two elements for a claim, a food in, or food ingredient and a disease. And that has to be approved. Now, another health claim that can now be used on foods is related to tomato products and reduced risk of prostate cancer. This is something the men in the audience may be interested in. A group of researchers in the Functional Foods Program at Ch- on the Chicago campus were pioneers in this area. Tomatoes contain lycopene, which is the red pigment that gives tomatoes its red color. So happens that lycopene is also the most potent antioxidant in tomatoes. In fact, it's one of the most potent in any food in our diet. It's in olivino too, by the way, which we'll talk more about later. Mm-hmm. But those Chicago researchers showed that men with localized prostate cancer who consumed tomato products providing 30 milligrams of lycopene per day for only three weeks experienced reduced levels of PSA or prostate-specific antigen. And further, the oxidative damage to the DNA in their prostate tissue was significantly lower in men who consumed tomato products. And the last thing I want to mention about my time at Illinois was another groundbreaking aspect of my role there was to establish one of the country's first corporate university partnership programs. This is quite common now, but then it was, uh, it was really a game changer. And I established this program to make the functional foods program financially self-sustainable. The mandate I was given in 1992 when I arrived on campus was a three-year programmatic budget of 15000 a year. 15000 That's not a lot of money. When I left U of I in 2004, our affiliates program was generating about $450,000 a year. And the revenue generated by that then enabled us to award competitive research grants to new faculty to investigate new functional food research concepts. So your time in Illinois was very well spent. There was a great deal. Ladies and gentlemen, what Claire is talking about now is fairly common, but back then it was not. And he had to have these pioneers like her who took the initiative to make these things happen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're at a point where we're going to have to take a break. We're going to be right back. Do not miss this. We're going to get into even more Interesting things with Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis, and then we're going to touch on her new, and we're not going to touch on, we're going to expand on her company, Olivino. Don't go away. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
Book Frank Zakari as the motivational speaker at your next event. Frank is a dynamic, entertaining, and fascinating storyteller. Your organization will be entertained and will learn stories of success they can implement immediately. Email Frank today to secure him for your next event at lifealteringeventsradio at gmail.com or call 916-718-5517. Mention that you heard about it from the Life Altering Events radio program. You can also visit Frank's website for more information at frankzakari.com. Frank Zakari has written five books spanning a range of life-altering events and how to handle them. When the Wife Cheats is about a man with two young daughters handling the devastating loss of a cheating wife. Inside the Spaghetti Bowl is about how one family stays together through both good and bad. Five Years to Live follows a couple through life after a tragic accident, recovery, and prognosis. From the Ashes is a turnaround management success story about the University of Washington volleyball team. Find the books at Amazon in print, audio, and Kindle formats and at frankzakari.com. Multiple studies show us that the vast majority of people are disengaged at work. A Gallup report stated that two-thirds of American workers are unhappy and 15% actually hate their work. That means that 81% are not engaged to work for a common goal. Frank Sakari and his team have programs to help you change this dynamic and create a collaborative and high-performing organization. Visit frankzakari.com to set up an initial consultation today. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Life-Altering Events with Frank Zakari. To call into the program today with questions or comments, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or you can send an email to lifealteringeventsradio at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are having a fabulous conversation with Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis. And Dr. Claire is also the host or the, uh, the sponsor of today's show. This segment is brought to you by Olivino Life, which is a company started by Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis. It's a startup that she and her husband, Cameron, started together. Their first product, which we're going to get into much more depth later, is called Olivino. And it is the first dietary supplement to conveniently deliver the health benefits of the Mediterranean diet. Now, this is, as Dr. Claire just mentioned before, this is the most healthy eating pattern in the world. And Olivino is helping people improve blood pressure, heart, prostate, and skin. Now, I have used this product, and it, it works. I strongly recommend it, and we'll tell you how you can order it later in the show. Now, Claire, you had done all this great breakthrough work at the University of Illinois, and then you were recruited by the University of California in Davis, California, to be the executive or the founding executive director of the Mandav- Robert Mondavi Institute for Wine and Food Science. What was the purpose of this institute, and what did you do with it? Well, talk about a life-altering event, Frank. I'd been at U of I for 11 years. It was May 2003. I had just received my MBA from the University of Illinois College of Business. 
I had pursued the MBA while I was on the faculty with the intention of broadening my options for a career outside academia. Outside academia, my goal was to secure a job in a multinational functional food company. I had certainly worked with all the major ones over the previous decade. I planned to take my newly minted MBA, quote-unquote, and 11 years of experience on the science, regulations, and marketing of functional foods into the corporate setting. Well, lo and behold, the week I graduated, I received an email notification about plans for a new institute at the University of California, Davis. Uh, This institute was made possible by a personal gift from Robert Mondavi. In 2001, Robert Mondavi, the iconic Napa Valley Vintner, made a $25 million gift to the campus to establish the Robert Mondavi Institute for Wine and Food Science. Now, at the time, that was the largest gift that the University of California Davis had ever received. They also, at the time, made a $10 million gift to name the Mondavi Center for the Performing Arts. So the vision that Mr. Mondavi had was to co-locate two premier academic departments on the campus. The first, viticulture and enology, which has involved world-renowned for grape growing and winemaking, and the second, food science and technology, into a new state-of-the-art building complex. These departments had been in very antiquated buildings. Viticulture and analogy facilities were built after Prohibition, and the food science facilities were built in the 1950s. Bob and his wife, Margaret, firmly believed that wine and food enhanced the quality of life, and they wanted these two departments to foster new research collaborations that embraced their vision. UC Davis was seeking a founding executive director to bring Robert and Margaret's vision to fruition, and I thought, wow, I saw this notice, wine and food, two things I really love, and in California, close to Napa Valley, I can swim laps outside all year round, and I was ready for a radical change, particularly from the Midwest winters. Mm -hmm. So I... Threw my hat in the ring as a candidate, and after several months and several rounds of interviews, I was thrilled when I was offered the position. So on January 31st, 2003, I can still remember this, I boarded a plane in Champaign, Illinois, to fly to Sacramento. It was, wait for it, 12 degrees below zero that day in central Illinois without the wind chill, I might add. And when I landed in Sacramento, it was 55 degrees. I thought I had died and gone to heaven. And, and a month later, I was having lunch in the vineyard room at the Robert Mondavi Winery with Robert and Margaret. Boy, that, that was a moment I'll never forget. Frank, it would be really difficult to summarize for you in the time we had this morning all of the milestones I'm proud of of my 13-plus years at UC Davis, but I'll mention two of them. First, I launched the UC Davis Olive Center in 2008 with university seed funding of $25,000 a year for three years. So that happened in 2008. By the time I retired in 2017, that $75,000 investment had returned over $5 million in research funding, revenue, and new resources. 
many of the listeners in California particularly may have heard about the Olive Center, which is still thriving. It was the first to draw attention to the rampant problem of olive oil adulteration. They did a study showing that 60% of the olive oils pulled off the shelf were actually not extra virgin, even though they were labeled as such. So the Olive Center also helped, because of those issues, establish the first standards for olive oil quality in California. The center continues to thrive and do for olives what UC Davis did for wine through its research, education, and outreach efforts. And the second center of excellence I launched when I was the executive director there was the Honey and Pollination Center in 2012. Whole Foods provided us a $10,000 gift, and we received additional seed money again from the university. I'm pretty good at leveraging small amounts of money. I've been fortunate in that regard. So in a Mm -hmm. very short period of time, the Honey and Pollination Center was self-supporting, hosting the world's first short courses on mead making, and mead is fermented honey, and it's one of the fastest growing sectors of the beverage industry. It's kind of like where uh, craft brewing was 20 or 30 years ago. And the center also began to sell several types of honey on campus, utilizing those proceeds to support students. That center also continues to thrive. So those two centers were the first on campus to actually package a food product and sell it. That was not uncommon at Michigan State or Penn State where they have world-famous ice cream facilities and they make cheese. But at UC Davis, it was a game changer. That is, that is spectacular. The, in the University of California system at that time, there were very few of these programs that actually generated revenue and were self-sustaining. They, were, they would get grants and then more grants. But what was impressive about what you did there is the organization ran on its own. It did, it, the grants were wonderful, but you were able to get it to a point where they could, they could operate based on what they were bringing in. That was outstanding. I also can relate to your trip to California. When I came to California, I came from Buffalo, New York, and I left <laughs> two days before Thanksgiving in a driving snowstorm. And we landed in Sacramento, same thing, and it was about 65 degrees. And back then, you didn't have um, the ramp, so we had to walk down the stairs. And as I'm walking down the stairs, I'm looking, and I stop a couple of times, and I get to the, to the ground, walk in, call my parents, say, okay, I made it, I'm safe, and I'm never coming home. <laughs> and everybody was wearing gloves, and you were wondering why everybody was so cold. And uh, Exactly. It's exactly. such a radical change. Now, Claire, you ran this organization, as you said, for 13 years, 13 years. Now, for most scientists, this would be like the ultimate dream job. But you mentioned earlier you wanted to get out of academia, and you had ideas that you wanted to explore. Tell us about what this idea was. Frank, my position at UC Davis was a dream job, but I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And that can be, frankly, a challenge in a, in a university setting. Um, And as you know, UC Davis is located in a Mediterranean climate where olives, grapes, and tomatoes, three key fruits 
three key fruits of the Mediterranean diet grow prolifically. I had this idea that was percolating. For years, I had been following the growing research on the many health benefits of the Mediterranean diet, including reduced risk of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and improved cognitive function. And then in 2010, the United States Dietary Guidelines for Americans, which is published only once every five years by the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the Department of Health and Human Services, for the very first time identified the Mediterranean diet as an ideal dietary pattern for optimal health for Americans. In 2015, the USDA Dietary Guidelines called the Mediterranean diet out again. The science supporting the health benefits of eating a Mediterranean diet is overwhelming. Just yesterday, a colleague from Georgia sent me a major review published in the Annals of Internal Medicine, again, that these various dietary patterns, including the Mediterranean diet, can drastically reduce your risk for chronic diseases of aging, which are lifestyle-related diseases, namely heart disease, diabetes, cancer. We should all be eating a Mediterranean diet, but most people don't. I don't eat it every day. It's simply not convenient. So the idea that my husband Cameron and I had was to develop a convenient way to develop, to deliver the health benefits of three key fruits of the Mediterranean diet, olives, grapes, and tomatoes. Thus, the idea for our first product, Olivino, was born. As you know, because you and I have discussed this, Olivino actually started out as a beverage concept. I had the idea that when um, uh, five-hour energy drink came out and was all the rage, I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to have a healthy beverage shot that people could consume? I mean, five-hour energy drink obviously has a purpose to provide caffeine, and it works. But I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to have a healthy beverage shop? So we initially formulated it in Florida as a beverage, but we found out we couldn't stabilize it in a, in a uh, liquid format. So we decided to have it reformulated as a dietary supplement. You can re- imagine all the development and fits and starts that that put upon us over the years. Mm-hmm. A big thank you to Abco Labs in Fairfield, California, because they're the ones that uh, are formulating uh, our Olivino supplements. What's well, Cal- made in California. But also being a dietary supplement had several advantages, not the least of which is convenient. You don't have to worry about taking liquids uh, through an airport, although most of us are not doing that so frequently right now. But we can also guarantee its potency. And that's important. Customers love our products. Uh, the most frequent benefit they report is blood pressure lowering. They also report improvement in cholesterol profiles, including increased HDL cholesterol, that's the, the healthier good cholesterol, reduced blood glucose, improved prostate function. It has tomato extracts in it. I mentioned that study from Chicago about prostate health and and lycopene, and interestingly, skin health benefits. Um, I was recently told by a close colleague in Canada that seems to help with her arthritis, which makes sense given all the anti-inflammatory effects 
of the ingredients in olives, grapes, and tomatoes, the polyphenols and the antioxidants that the product contains. Now, I had the good fortune, ladies and gentlemen, of sitting in on a, a conversation that Claire had with her scientific advisory board. Now, Claire, how did you pull together? These are some of the best minds in nutrition and in health and food in the world. How did you get them on your advisory board? That's right. You were on that call. Well, I, you know, I've been very fortunate, particularly in my career at Illinois when I was traveling all over the world and lecturing, and I was on advisory boards for other companies, companies like Centrum and the like. And so I, you know, this is a good, you know, message for all of us, tap your network. I tapped my network and invited people that I believed would add value to the company in particular areas of expertise, natural products, tomato science, uh, wine science, grape science, and invited them to participate. And I was uh, fortunate that these eminent scientists did agree. And so we do have an internationally renowned scientific advisory board that's been guiding us over the last few years. And ladies and gentlemen, you cannot overestimate the, the, the value and the importance of this is they get into some incredibly deep conversations, which was way over my head as I was listening, on ingredients and mixtures and, and how much of what. And it was it was incredible to listen to them talk. Uh, it would have been better if I understood what they were saying, but it, it, <laughs> leave it, let it be understood. This, this, this is not a wing and a prayer thing. This is heavily, heavily researched by some of the best minds in the world. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have taken another break here. We're going to come back with one last segment with Claire Hassler-Lewis. And this last segment, we're going to get into some of the challenges that she faced as she tried to leave this great job at UC Davis to start her own business. Don't go away. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Book Frank Zakari as the motivational speaker at your next event. Frank is a dynamic, entertaining, and fascinating storyteller. Your organization will be entertained and will learn stories of success they can implement immediately. Email Frank today to secure him for your next event at lifealteringeventsradio at gmail.com or call 916-718-5517. Mention that you heard about it from the Life Altering Events radio program. You can also visit Frank's website for more information at frankzakari.com. Frank Zakari has written five books spanning a range of life-altering events and how to handle them. When the Wife Cheats is about a man with two young daughters handling the devastating loss of a cheating wife. Inside the Spaghetti Bowl is about how one family stays together through both good and bad. Five Years to Live follows a couple through life after a tragic accident, recovery, and prognosis. From the Ashes is a turnaround management success story about the University of Washington volleyball team. Find the books at Amazon in print, audio, and Kindle formats and at frankzakari.com. Multiple studies show us that the vast majority of people are disengaged at work. A Gallup report stated that two-thirds of American workers are unhappy and 15% actually hate their work. 
That means that 81% are not engaged to work for a common goal. Frank Zakari and his team have programs to help you change this dynamic and create a collaborative and high-performing organization. Visit frankzakari.com to set up an initial consultation today. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Life-Altering Events with Frank Zakari. To call into the program today with questions or comments, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or you can send an email to lifealteringeventsradio at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is our third segment with Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis, and she is the founder of of Olivino Life, and she has been kind enough to sponsor this episode, which is brought to you by Olivino Life, which is a company that Dr. Claire Hassler Lewis and her husband Cameron started. Now, she was just talking about this. Their first product is Olivino, and it is a dietary supplement which is developed to conveniently, and it's the magic word, conveniently deliver the benefits of the Mediterranean diet, which is, as Claire mentioned, the world's healthiest eating pattern. Now, Levino helps people with their blood pressure, heart, prostate, skin health. I have used this product, and I strongly recommend it. And at the end of the show, Claire will tell you how you can order it. So let's continue on, Claire. You, UC Davis, one of the best jobs in the world for a scientist. You decide, I'm going to leave UC Davis. I'm going to go off on my own. Challenges trying to put this product together. Then... In addition to all the challenges of being an entrepreneur, a number of other health issues came up that would probably derail 99% of the people. Explain what happened. Well, that is an interesting two-year saga involving several life-altering events, Frank. I retired from UC Davis on July 1, 2017. Cameron and I had started Olivino Life and raised sufficient seed funding from friends and family. To produce our first product, Olivino, we uh, put together this scientific advisory board, as I mentioned, moved our manufacturing from Florida to California, sales were on the rise, things were good. But my right hip had been going downhill for a few years. Probably some of those karate kicks had an impact on that. And I had been thinking about getting it replaced, and then when I retired, there was really no excuses not to get it done. So in the fall of 2017, my hip was successfully replaced. And a couple of months later, because I wasn't affiliated formally with UC Davis anymore, we decided to put our house up for sale with the intention of moving to Washington State to be closer to our children and a young granddaughter who are in Calgary, Alberta. Now, November is not a great time for real estate, even in California. It took a while to sell the house. We finally sold it in April of 2018. But, yikes, we hadn't found a house to live in, not for lack of looking many, many, many times. Um, Thank goodness our friend Ashok Patel, who owns several hotels in Davis, California, he rescued us and on April 13th, 2018, Cameron and I moved into the University Park Inn right next to the UC Davis campus for what we thought would be a three or four months at the most. So we moved from a relatively large house to a 
300-square-foot hotel room. Well, three or four months turned out to be 20 months. And why did that happen? Well, just a few weeks after moving into the hotel, I was diagnosed with a retinal detachment if in my left eye. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever see kind of a shade coming down on your eye or what appears to be a curtain coming on, uh, down on your eye, go immediately to an eye doctor. I sort of self-diagnosed it, but it was confirmed and emergency surgery was required and, of course, many weeks of recovery. So that was in May. And then in early July at one of my routine follow-up appointments, my eye surgeon kindly told me I had a second retinal detachment in a different part of the same eye. Now, the chances of this happening are very, very small. I thought the distortion I was seeing was part of the healing process. I was wrong. Another emergency surgery, more weeks of recovery, and many eye appointments in between. Then in October, I had another procedure to reduce inflammation in my eye because of so much going on in there. Then it was the holidays. And by the way, through all of this, we continue to make repeated trips when possible north to look for a house in Washington State. Finally, in the spring of uh, 2019, after we had been in the hotel a year, which we thought was going to be a few months, I had what I hoped would be my last eye procedure for a while, at least for a long time, the removal of a cataract. Now, that's, cataracts are not unusual in people of a certain age, but apparently they accelerate very rapidly after retinal surgery. Uh, to attach the retina, to reattach it. And today my eye is still a major challenge, but I'm very thankful I didn't lose my eyesight entirely. Of course, you can imagine through all of this, keeping a business going was a challenge, and while living in a hotel room with 90% of our personal belongings in storage, I have to say, though, it is amazing what you can live without. We moved into a hotel room with a couple of suitcases and a lot of wine, <laughs> but, um, but you can really live without a lot. And, uh, and our search for the perfect house continued. Turns out we'd been looking for a house on the Oregon coast the whole time, and who knew that? We moved here in November, and we love it. That is a great story. Ladies and gentlemen, I talked to Claire while they were living in this apartment, uh, this hotel, and when she told me, my eyes just sort of, oh, my God. 300 square feet, two adult people who have come from yeah. a very large house. I said, well, that was a testament to your marriage, Claire. Yeah, it really was. We actually had really a great time. And uh, I'm not sure I would do it again, but um, but it was certainly a time of reflection, and and uh, and we really enjoyed it. So now you're up in Oregon, and you're relatively healthy. Um, how is the business going? Great question. Um, we're getting on back on track. We, uh, we still have the same growing pains as all startups, for, but for us, really finding new customers in the online marketplace is the biggest challenge. We only sell from our website, but we're very pleased that we have customers now in 34 states. Washington, D.C., and Canada, and uh, Olivino has been 
designated a natural health product by Health Canada. And our next step, which we're heavily embroiled in right now, is uh, raising additional capital beyond the friends and family investment to greatly enhance our marketing efforts, particularly with an online uh, company. It's all about marketing social media. We need to expand our reach uh, by using Amazon, eBay, and other platforms targeted at unique new customers. Um, I'm not sure about you, Frank, but I'm not a social media guru. Uh, I need to hire some young folks that are, are excel at doing that. And we also want to develop complementary new products that contain the ingredients of the Mediterranean diet, including line extensions for both heart and skin. Now, Beauty From Within is a rapidly growing market. Many of your listeners may not realize that what you eat can actually provide internal sunscreen protection, thereby reducing the effect of photo-aging from sun exposure. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't wear a sunscreen, but that additional help by foods that you consume or taking a dietary supplement can really be effective. And clinical trials have shown that the extracts of olives, grapes, and tomatoes used in olivino can protect the skin. And many of our customers have noted that olivino does provide some sunscreen protection. So every new step right now has its challenges, but we're looking forward to the next phase of growth. Our customers are very supportive of olivino. Many have introduced it to their friends and families, and it's a great time to be in the dietary supplement industry. A report that just came out about a week ago from the Council for Responsible Nutrition, which is the leading trade organization for the dietary supplement and functional food industry based in Washington, D.C., states that, and you're probably not surprised at this, dietary supplement use is at an all-time high, 77 of people taking dietary supplements now, including nearly 80% of people over the age of 55. The health factor is is becoming more, people are becoming more aware of the importance of of health and what, what they put in their body. And one of the things, statements that I've heard, Claire, is given the outrageous um, lack of medical or high cost of medical in the United States in particular, People are looking for uh, other ways to improve their health to avoid these this rapid, this out-of-control uh, cost factor. Is that helping you? Absolutely. I mean, six of the ten leading causes of death are diet and lifestyle related. That means they're within your control, not you personally, but you and me and our listeners. Um, you can make the changes. And what... The medical community has always focused on, which makes sense, is is treating diseases, not preventing them. So it's become patently clear that if we prevent diseases by taking care of our health, eating right, being active, not smoking, etc., we can prevent many of these diseases before they need to be treated and cost uh, money that many of us can't afford. And we're seeing that happening uh, more and more, ladies and gentlemen. The other thing that I've, I've noticed is I'm hearing uh, more and more women buying these types of supplements because men, let's face it, we're not the smartest people on the planet, and the women go out and buy it and provide it. Are you seeing that also? Yes, I am seeing that. But we have 
many of our uh, um, male customers, though, really love the product. And again, in part because of the prostate uh, aspect, um, that it helps their prostate because of the tomato extract. But in general, um, women still do most of that uh, buying, but we're happy and that we have a number of committed uh, male customers who are taking it for blood pressure as well. That's a big issue for a lot of people uh, as we get older. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're just about out of time. What is a fabulous conversation with Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis. Claire, where do people go to order your product? So they need to go to our website. Just go on olivinolife.com, www.oliv, as in Victor, I-N-O-L-I-F-E.com, and you can order it there. Ladies and gentlemen, you can go to my homepage at the Life Altering Event, and there is a banner for Olivino, which you can click on, and it will take you right directly to her site also. Again, I have used this product. I strongly recommend it, and check it out. Well, Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis, thank you so much for your time and your interesting story and your life-altering events. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure, Frank. It was great to talk to you again. Thank you. Yes, it was. Thank you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, we're just about out of time. No matter what life throws at you, I want you to do three things. Look up, get up, never, ever give up. If you want more information about Dr. Claire Hassler-Lewis, you can email me. I'll make sure it gets to her. If you missed any of this show or any of our other shows, you can listen to them on demand at a number of places, including our hot radio, Google, and now Alexa, or my website, franksakari.com. Let me leave you with this. None of us are in this alone. The secret to walking on water is to know where the rocks are, and today, Claire Hassler-Lewis has showed us where many of those rocks are. Join us again next week for another life-altering event. Thank you for tuning in to Life-Altering Events. Be sure to join Frank Zakari again next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a life-changing week. The Good Cop.